0: And you're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir on this Monday afternoon. Uh, let's turn to the final bit of today's program. And since it's Monday, you know it. It's time for a bit of trash talk. And this week on Trash Talk, Marcy Trent Long will be speaking to Greenpeace campaigner Sion Chan about their recent survey uh, on plastic waste in supermarkets.
1: Hey, Trash Talk listeners. Now, I know we've talked about plastic waste a lot on our show, but when there's so much unnecessary plastic waste still created daily, then there's a lot to talk about, isn't there? So today we're going to focus on the plastic waste created in the supermarkets and more specifically, plastic wrappings on fresh produce like our fruits and veg. And coming onto our show today is another familiar face, Sean Chan, who was on our show a few months ago to talk about her work with Southern Movers and Waste No Mall on the South Side. But today she's back in a different role. She's a Greenpeace campaigner, and they've just done some research on a survey done here in Hong Kong on the supermarkets. So welcome to the show, Sean. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thank you for all of your work for for Hong Kong and for for waste. Um, so tell us about the research that you were doing with Greenpeace and why you did it and what you found. And
2: yeah, uh, because we always know there are a lot of plastic in Hong Kong, but then we don't exactly know which type of plastics uh, polluting our environment. So we found out that at the actually there are uh, at least 100, wait, what's that in English? Like 112,000 tonnes uh, uh, 112, of uh, packaging waste is going from uh, the city side to Hong Kong ocean through the river every year. So that's only the packaging plastic. And then we will ask, where do this uh, pl- uh, plastic packaging come from so actually we there is no doubt that supermarket is one of the main polluters because they wrap everything in plastic packaging like the, no matter the disposable beverage or the fresh produce or even those shampoos and uh, toiletries so that's why we want to tackle the supermarket plastic packaging problem so uh, previously we have done a few other researches about them like uh, how many Products on the supermarket shelves are wrapped in plastic, and then how many of them are wrapped by supermarkets in store. So that's the first research, and we also did another survey about how the uh, supermarket shoppers think about the plastic problem in supermarket and how they are willing to go for a plastic free supermarket so that's the second one and now we are doing a more comprehensive ranking report because for the previous one we can only see the problem on the surface like how many are red but with this ranking report we have a survey on four big criteria including some policies measures and some innovative measures they are planning and as well as transparency so So we uh, give them marks and uh, rank them in different uh, in these four criteria to check out how they are doing in plastic free policies in a holistic and more uh, in, in in a deeper
1: way. I'm so glad you're doing this work so yeah. let's go I'm going to take you all the way back to that beginning right you talked about how many fruits and veg and other items are being wrapped yeah. in plastic is that where you got to that 112,000 tons of waste getting into the river or is that uh, just a different Is that yeah. really surprises me I would have thought that our waste collection is a little bit better than that <laughs>
2: uh, yeah uh, that figure is done with a, a few scientific papers so that's uh, you can say that's a literary review and then we project a new figure and that's not just from supermarket that's plastic packaging yeah from right, from uh, everywhere yeah from everywhere because we just uh, we can we have the figure from the end so we don't know is that really from supermarket? But we can estimate that the uh, supermarket must be one of the main polluters because like in our daily lives, where do this come from? Then many of them are from supermarket, but that's not like a scientifically uh, direct link. To the plastic in the ocean,
1: right? Because it's yeah. pretty hard to link it all. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you did the shoppers survey, what was the results of the shoppers survey? They, they uh, care, yeah. I
2: hope. Yeah, actually, uh, we thought uh, most of the supermarket shoppers may want their uh, plastic like oh because it's more hygienic or it's more convenient but then there are more than 70 percent of them prefer a plastic free supermarket and then they uh, are willing to pay a little bit more for a plastic free supermarket actually so uh it's but now i think the problem as a individual shopper they don't have much plastic free choices because everything is already pre wrapped in the supermarket so if i want a plastic free option I'm I can't really make a choice in supermarket. I just can shop in another place. So I think that's if supermarket want to listen and to uh, respond to their supermarket shoppers, then they have to provide more plastic-free options. And referring back to the previous survey, that how many. Uh, products are wrapped in plastic there are uh, more than 80 percent of the products are wrapped and in this 80 percent more than half of them are wrapped by supermarkets especially for those like apples or bananas they just wrap in store so there's uh, definitely the responsibility from the supermarket
1: and do you think that the supermarket is listening to these results? Is, are there other ways that we consumers can get mm. that message across to our supermarkets? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, actually we can't say they aren't moving because we see
2: some, baby steps over the past year like uh, there is a supermarket downstairs just in Admiralty Uh, uh, they have a refill station of shampoo and some personal care products so you can bring your own bottles and just pour the uh, yeah just refill with uh, the bulk size of the shampoo so you can take you produce no more bottles of that so this is the first one although in some small shops you see that refill station a lot but then in hong kong chain supermarket that's the very first one so i think they are doing something but they have got to be faster because uh, there are despite there is a pandemic recently in june there is a very large chain supermarket group in Korea, in South Korea, they just announced uh, they will cut 50% of their plastic by 2025. So in five years, they're going to cut half of the plastic. Uh, so I think in Hong Kong, we have uh, similar uh, logistic chains and also consuming habits. So yeah, we have to pick up the pace and then move faster on the plastic cut.
1: Yeah. So I think the, the key is to when you go to the grocery store, try to avoid buying it so that um, because if you leave it on the shelf that's probably our best message to the supermarkets yeah it's just not buying it
2: uh yeah of course we can make our own choices and uh yeah that's the way to send message but on the other hand the supermarkets still have the responsibility to make a change systematically not just ask individual consumers to do uh some something individual of course that's uh, our individual responsibility too, but then after we have stepped out first, it's also the supermarket and corporate
1: responsibility to make a big change. Good point, and we were just speaking earlier about spectrum, right, and how people have different choices. Yeah. Um, so it would be much better if the supermarket took the high road, yes. and helped us out with that. one. <laughs> then let's go back then to the last one, which was the ranking and the four mm. criteria. So mm-hmm. maybe you can describe that again for us.
2: Yeah, uh, actually, all of the with no surprises, all of the supermarkets failed, uh, but. The- <laughs> Yeah, all of them fail. But then, uh, because we have uh, the full marks as an ideal plastic-free supermarket, so if we look back uh, what the supermarket has uh, done now, then that's a lot to be improved uh, in the long uh, in the future. So what we have scored them from. I mean, the criteria, how much they are putting effort in their innovative measures. Innovative measures means not just taking off their plastic, but they will have some uh, education or some, uh, both to customers and uh, to their employees, and also some new methods of offering their products, like the review station. Because for the review station, it's not just taking off the plastic, but they have a new logistics chains and all the, uh, something new about cutting off plastics, not just about plastic itself, but the product design as well as all the other coordination. So that's the innovative side. And the other is how transparent they are about their plastic-free measures, whether they have publicly committed their policies on their annual report or their website their social media channels and also in their store are they putting a poster and stuff like that so that's transparency and um the third one is about policy, so it's a long-term one. Like just like uh, I've mentioned in a South Korea supermarket chain, they have announced a fifty percent cut target, so that's a very clear policy. And how to do the policy as th- that's the fourth criteria. How they have a concrete uh, action plan, like the small measures and step by step how are they doing that so that's the four criteria we hope they can improve so now the supermarkets um, actually most of them are don't have a very clear roadmap about how they are going to get rid of plastic and uh, recently some of the supermarkets have announced to phasing out as some of the more problematic plastics such as pvc that's the uh, more toxic kind of plastic used on food wrapping so they're announcing a phase out on that so we we think it's a good thing but then we they have to be faster in phasing out a problematic plastic not in 10 years. So uh, we hope other supermarkets will follow on that and then uh, they are going to face on more types of problematic plastics, such as polystyrene or some uh, products that are uh, highly replaceable like plastic straws or plastic cutlery, that kind of uh, stuff. So yeah, we hope... And is
1: it the same ranking system here in yes. Hong Kong as it is in other places around Asia or is it unique to Hong Kong? Uh,
2: we have adopted the... Uh, the ranking uh, methodology from other office uh, from other offices around the world, like we have the same, uh, we have similar method in uh, the UK, the US, Taiwan, also South Korea. Yeah, also Greenpeace ranking supermarket. So uh, comparatively, um, I think Hong Kong isn't isn't i mean really isn't doing well when compared to other places so we hope but the problem is still the same so we hope hong kong can really work harder on that
1: we hope so too (laughs) so how can we get a hold of the report or
2: uh we actually can get it online on our website you search a Greenpeace supermarket ranking report hong kong then you can probably get uh A copy of that on our official website.
1: And also, Trash Talkers, it's important if you have a moment to look at the report, that even helps Greenpeace because then they can turn around and tell their donors, look how many people have read this report. Then we become a little bit more knowledgeable and if you know someone working at at one of the supermarkets, maybe you can mention.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's too bad
1: about those rankings, huh? <laughs> 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 maybe yeah. next year will be better. I hope.
2: Yeah, uh, that's what we uh, told the supermarkets. Like, uh, this is not the end of the world. We hope we you can like improve year by year. It's not like oh you are uh, you fail this year, so you are the bad guy. But you can always be a good guy. Like uh, there is a very good example, just like the South Korea supermarket mention. actually in march they rang the last in south korea's ranking report but then they want to make a change so in june they announced that uh, the goal you talked about yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so i think that's a really good thing that we can take reference
1: of Okay. Well, yeah. thank you so much for coming in, Sean, and <laughs> no explaining worries. that. Yeah. And and for laying out this roadmap for supermarkets, hopefully. Mm. Hopefully, it'll get better next year. So, we'll have you come in next year to, yeah. to talk
2: about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I hope I can share some good results with you next year. I hope so. <laughs> All right.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK on the Go app. Thanks to our partners, Plastic Free Seas.
0: Many thanks once again to Marcy Trent-Long for this week's Trash Talk. And Trash Talk will be back again next Monday, uh, just after the half past two news. And Marcy was speaking to Sion Chan, a campaigner from Greenpeace, about their recent survey on plastic waste. Um, Of course, you can revisit our archive uh, for past episodes as well. And all these episodes are also part of our podcast uh, series on the 123 show. And Trash Talk has its own podcast page uh, on our podcast one, RTHK website as well. So feel free to revisit previous programs uh, from there as well.